Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of Bully Soccer Bites. I'm your host, Chris Nasuti, and I'm here with Coach James Armstrong. Coach, two big matchups this last week, starting with Ole Miss and Kentucky. Always big in the SEC to get results wherever you can, and we got four points this week. Can we uh, talk about that real quick? Yeah, morning, Chris. Obviously, the SEC is such an unforgiving league, so you know to get four points off the weekend was, uh, was a huge, huge momentum boost for us. Uh, obviously Thursday we welcomed our in-state rivals the school down the road and you know it was a very very tough physical gritty performance by our girls you know rivalry games records go out the window style of play goes out the window and it's just survival of the fittest you know and uh, we went down to an early goal disappointing goal from our standpoint you know we knew they were going to serve balls into the box and dangerous in wide areas commit lots of numbers forward and, and we just didn't quite deal with that very well and we found ourselves 1-0 down but so proud of the girls you know a focus of ours have been you know in the games we've lost we've never come back from when we've conceded first so um, you know Michaela's got a great goal typical Michaela goal and you could see what it meant to the team you know with the celebration that went viral you know with the big alley-oop I think they call it I'm not a basketball I don't have a lot of knowledge about basketball but um, you know it was a great celebration and you know, second half wasn't our best performance. You know, we, we wanted to try and control the tempo. Um, we did at times, but we kind of got thrown off our rhythm as well. So once we got to overtime, you know, I thought we did a much better job. And, you know, I think a, a tie was a fair reflection at the end of the day. Um, then we played a lot of minutes, you know, 110 minutes and have to turn around and travel to Kentucky, who, you know, had had a, a result against A&M whereby they rested some of their players. So. We knew it was going to be another tough game, but we uh, we felt we could control the tempo a lot better, and that's what we did from the start. Created some really good chances in the first half. Um, you know, we were disappointing a little bit in front of goal. We lacked a bit of cutting edge, um, but the good thing was we were creating those chances, dominating possession, um, but we conceded a penalty. You know, I think uh, sloppy defending, but a lot of it, I think, was just tired legs. You know, we actually had a, a, sub, a couple of subs coming on, and try and freshen things up, but we just couldn't get them on quick enough. Um, went down to a, a very well taken penalty. And then after that, we just played our game. You know, we continued to, to grind away and, and, you know, really just string passes together. And at one point it looked like maybe the ball wasn't going to bounce our way, but the girls persevered. And for us to score two goals in the last two minutes was just a sign of this girl's, you know, our team's mental toughness and togetherness that they came together at that moment in time to, to get the win. So couldn't be more proud. This this team's working so hard right now. And, you know, I think this week was a fair reflection of the work they're putting in. Let's talk about those two goal scorers, uh, both sophomores, Monigo Carnley and Haley farrington Bentel. Both girls did not score any goals last year. They already have multiple goals this year. Let's talk about their development under your staff. Yeah, I mean, Monigo at the start of the season wasn't even in the starting lineup, you know, and, and credit to her, she's got fitter. Um, she's unbelievable back to goal. Um, she doesn't have the biggest, the most height in the world, but she's got great spring in her step. So she's dangerous on the ground, in the air. And she's really, really controlled in the box. You know, when she gets chances inside the box, she uh, she finishes them. And obviously yesterday she showed that she can score from, from distance as well. So she's doing really well at the moment in time, can play both attacking mid and center forward for us. Played both positions yesterday in yesterday's game. And then Bentel, I mean, she's one of the hardest workers on the team. You know, she's always wanting to do extra. Uh, we have to actually hold her back a little bit because she'd be out there on the training field every second she got if she was allowed to. So, you know, she was the one that unfortunately gave away the penalty. 
um, you know, we talked to her when we brought her off straight after that and she was determined to, to, to right a wrong, you know, and she went back on and was made a great run, timed the run to be onside and was there at the back post to score a great goal. And, you know, the emotion that came out of her when she scored, I mean, she, she hit the ground three times, you know, in, in a celebration and, you know, so proud of her for, for the response. And, you know, and she, like I said, she's just a hardworking kid that, that deserves all the rewards that she gets. A little fun with numbers here. Thanks to our Cracker Jack SID, Brian Ogden. It's the first time the Bulldogs have had multiple players go from zero goals in a season to multiple goals since the year 09-10. But I want to go back for a second. Uh, let's talk about Ole Miss. I, I saw in the stats it had us at 1,015 stand people in the stands. What a great atmosphere that on Thursday. Yeah, you know, we, we come on here and we, we talk about the fans and, and, it, and it's genuine. You know, the fans make a massive difference. And that crowd was the best soccer crowd that I've had the pleasure of being a part of. There was... Definitely more than 1,015 if you look at the, side, the areas to the side of the stands where the tailgaters were. They were loud, they were into it, and they stayed the whole entire game. You know, it was a 6 o'clock kickoff. I know it's a school night um, for parents and for students, and they stayed all the way through to the end. And, you know, a lot of uh, head coaches in the league called me about the atmosphere that they could see on TV. I got calls from former players. Um, just saying, you know, how exciting it is to, to see the energy and the enthusiasm for the Starkville community for this soccer team. And, and listen, the staff appreciates, appreciates it, but even more important, the, the players, they love it, you know, and um, anytime they can embrace that crowd, anytime they, they love to do that. Let's talk about the staff for a second. Uh, we had a, a little fun on our podcast last week, a little more lighthearted with the two assistant coaches. There's no truth to the rumor that they're going to start charging pe- pay-per-view <laughs> to listen to uh, Zimmerman speak right there, huh? But uh, how has your staff been this year? You know, a new staff for you, working with some people you might not have worked before. Let's talk about them. So a head coach is only as good as the staff around him. That, that is absolutely true, you know. And when I took this job, I had a very good idea of, of what staff I wanted to, to have put in place. And... You know, obviously, we we had Jerry here already. Jerry is unbelievable, great soccer mind. She's our director of ops, but just so detail orientated. You know, whenever, whether we're at home or on the road, she has everything down to a T. You know, I don't even have to worry about any of that sort of stuff. And she has a great relationship with the players, and we lean on her. You know, she can talk about lineups and things like that. So um, we're very privileged to have her. We've got Coach Witt, our goalkeeper coach. You know, she's got. Three great goalkeepers that are able to train right now, four on the roster, but um, she's really, really working hard with those guys and they're improving every day. And, you know, Gabby made a, a great save at 1-0 against Kentucky, um, you know, that was a, a massive factor in, in the game, you know, so Wits fantastic. And then I've got my two assistants. I've got Coach Zimmerman and Coach Brian, very different, but both uh, bring great skill sets and you heard a lot from them last week. And then, you know, I've got the support staff, Katie, Katie Lee, our trainer, does a great job of getting people back on the field. Sean Savalish, you know, he's our nutritionist. He gets everything going there, makes sure the girls' nutritional needs are met. And then Coach Duval, you know, he's, uh, he's there to make sure that we're doing everything we need to do from a conditioning standpoint and uh, managing the, the workloads. And then I can't forget our two managers, Ephraim and Ethan, you know, they're, they're our biggest fans as well. So they, they do a great job. So I'm, I'm super blessed to have a, a wonderful staff um, with me um, from that standpoint. There's no home match this weekend, and there's only one match on the schedule, but 
It's a big one, and I, you know, we have, you can notice probably in your time here at Mississippi State, our fans just aren't one-sport fans. They love their Bulldogs. And this weekend is a bye weekend for football, but that doesn't mean you can't support the dogs as the soccer team makes their hour and a half trip out to Tuscaloosa. Probably a little quicker if Everett's your bus driver, but <laughs> coach, you think, what do you think about our fans making that trip out? going to be a great Friday night matchup against a team that went into last week 22nd in the RPI, and it's only bound to go up after their result against Tennessee. Yeah, obviously with it being a bye week for football, we're, we're hopeful that maybe some of our fans um, will embrace that and, and go on the road and... You know, it's only an hour and a half trip to, to Tuscaloosa, so hopefully we might have some away fans. We had a good away contingency at Kentucky, so hopefully, you know, we'll have some of those fans um, be joined by fellow Hale State fans in Tuscaloosa. So, you know, going back to Alabama, Wes has done a great job. You know, he's a coach that I respect. He's been there now for quite a while, and talking to him, this is definitely the best Alabama team that, that I've seen since I've been in the league since 2013. Um, you know, they're 6-4-1 right now, played a super tough non-conference schedule. And so far, you know, they played Arkansas, South Carolina, and Tennessee, you know. So they've played some really tough teams in SEC play as well. So, you know, I think they were as high as 14th in the RPI when it first came out. They'll be in the top 20 this week. Um, it's going to be a really tough test against a, a very good team. They like to play good soccer. Um, they're disciplined, they're, they're definitely physical and athletic. So, you know, they're going to pose those um, questions on both sides of the ball. But, you know, there's no easy game in the SEC and one that we've got time to now prepare and improve on from Kentucky and take some momentum with us. So super excited to, to go down to Tuscaloosa and play against a very good Alabama team. No, you're a numbers guy, Coach. Uh, a little fun fact. This year, the Bulldogs are 2-0 and on players' birthdays. And lucky for us, uh, Katie Moore celebrates a birthday on Friday. So... Yeah. Should look pretty good, right? Uh, I, I forgot Brian Ogden. My my bad on the support staff. He does a great job of of with all our social media work, and obviously he reminds me of players' birthdays. So, um, yeah, we're two and zero. So hopefully, with Katie Moore's birthday, we can uh, go to three and zero and and keep that streak going. Let's look actually now. Most teams, if not all, have three matches in the SEC. Uh, looking through the table, coach, anything you want to comment on? Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy season so far. Um, I was actually talking to another head coach last night and we both agreed that this has been the craziest start to a season, just teams taking points off each other all across the board, you know. So obviously you've got to take a look at the, the, the table when, when you're, you're the head coach. But right now we're just focusing on one game at a time, you know, trying to make sure that we uh, get as many points as possible. Um, but just focusing on the next opponent and you know, trying to keep our focus narrow. Looking forward uh, to the match on Friday. Fans, uh, if you're not doing anything, make that trip east on 82, a 7 p.m. kick in Tuscaloosa on their campus. Coach, thanks for your time, and hail state. Thanks, Chris. Hail state. That was a good one.